I felt so calm enjoying the day as it was because we had such an epic timeline. If you are all about weddings, love wedding stories, want to hear about how they met, what the proposal was like, how the wedding went, then this is the show for you. We also talk with professionals and they share advice to help you make your wedding amazing. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining the show. This is going to be epic. We're talking with Robin Baldwin today. We had her on a couple months ago, pre prior to her wedding, talking about all the things that were coming up and all the things that she was dealing with, also talking about her amazing book. And we are following up today with Robin to get all of the scoop on this wedding. We're going to show you pictures from this wedding. We're just absolutely outstanding. Make sure you check out the podcast when we talked about the proposal, which was epic, and all the DIY things that she had set up for this wedding. So I'm so excited to hear how'd it go? How did, you know, how did everything turn out? I mean, it looked like everything went perfect by the yeah. I mean, the weather was beautiful. You looked amazing. Everybody Thank looked you. like they were having a great time. So tell me everything. I don't even know where to start. So you go. I don't know either. <laughs> um, so it was funny because I think we chatted about it last time that people were saying like, I hope you have a perfect day. And I was getting really triggered by that word because there's no way you can have a quote unquote perfect day. Mm. But I actually posted the very next day. I'm like, it was absolutely perfect for us. Like, yeah, it really was. So we had an amazing day. The weather was not exactly perfect, but it like it, we couldn't complain. So it rained all morning and it was super humid. Um, but as we drove into the venue, both of our limos, as we drove, there was like sun coming out just over top of the venue. Um, so we did have to get married under the tent at Evermore because they had to set up earlier in the day. Uh, but it was actually really nice lighting in there. So I, I, I can't complain that we didn't get married in the garden. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so that's not yeah. the worst thing that can happen. Right? So tell me about the day from like the beginning, like you woke mm -hmm. up, you woke up, what did you think? What was your plan? Like, I know we talked about, you had a timeline for the day. How did that go? Okay, so I got up at 4 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. <laughs> and my normal wake-up time is 5, so it wasn't too far off. But okay. I just had, like, everything running through my head, picturing how the day was going to go. Um, so I got up, and I actually did podcast stuff. So I <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think, um, uploaded a podcast um, for like the following week while we were going to be on our honeymoon and was scheduling promotional images. Um, <laughs> and then I sat on, I had a balcony um, at the hotel room where I was getting ready and I sat and I meditated for about 10 to 15 minutes and then texted my girls and we went and found coffee and breakfast. Um, and we actually did a yoga, we were going to do yoga, like my pic, my picture perfect moment was we were going to do yoga outside by the pool, but it was pouring rain. So we moved all the furniture in, in the bedroom of the suite we were in. And my maid of honor is a yoga teacher and she led us through a practice. Oh, and nice. yeah, it was super nice. It was funny because, uh, our hair and makeup uh, started arriving like in the middle of the yoga class, but I was like determined to stay present in that moment and not. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was really good. I had made an epic playlist. I'll send you the link so you can make it available in the show notes. But my hair um, girl kept saying, You need to sell this playlist. Like it is epic. Um, oh, nice. 
So it was just like a really great environment. I ordered room service for the girls and, and the two moms, my mom and my husband's mom. And we just had so much fun, like chatting. One of my bridesmaids had a brand new baby. So she was like running in and out to feed him and passing him around. And um, it was just, it was just such a nice kind of um, atmosphere. And my makeup artist actually posted that she has never been part of a morning that was more like calm. And there was just this like quiet reassurance of how the day was going to go in the room. Mm. Um, so that was super cool to hear from her. Yeah. Um, yeah so we arrived at the venue. Um, <laughs> I think, I think the hardest part for me was having to stay in the limo because one of the shuttle buses that was bringing all of our guests hadn't arrived. Like we beat the shuttle bus uh, <laughs> because I'm really good with my timelines. And <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I had everybody ready and in the limo um, and uh, at the venue at the time that we said we were going to be there and the shuttle bus hadn't arrived. So I had to sit in the limo and hide while the shuttle bus unloaded everybody and they were shuttled off to the white tent. Um, mm -hmm. So Mike and I did a letter exchange um, around a corner of the barn building that's on site at Evermar. And did that was really each other or you just exchanged the notes. We just exchanged notes. We didn't see each other because I'm not a fan of the first look. I wanted that to be as we walked down the aisle. Yeah. Yeah. And uh so they, the photographer captured pictures and we have video of us opening the letters and reading it. So that was super special. Um, and thankfully, Mike to like threatened to me that he was probably going to make me cry with the letter. And I was like, right before we walked down the aisle, like, can we not? Um, but it was, <laughs> it, was, it was a super cute letter and um, I didn't cry. So I was all smiles and just really, really happy. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then I had to, I had to keep hiding around the corner of the building because the, the boys and the parents went inside the barn. Um, and that was kind of like where the aisle started. And we walked out of the barn down a little walkway under the white tent where everyone was seated. Mm -hmm. And we had a live jazz trio, um, playing as everybody was coming in. Um, and a huge love marquee sign underneath the white tent. Um, and we had really simple decorations. So I just had um, white flowers and greenery on the arbor and nothing, nothing else because the, the white tent was pretty spectacular. Mm -hmm. And my dad was really nervous and excited to walk me down the aisle. And the ceremony was pretty short. We kept it around 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, and the best part is we had both our dogs with us. So we, yeah, we did <laughs> extensive training. We had our dog trainer on site and Mike actually, he didn't walk with his parents. He walked down the aisle with both pups. Aww, that is and, so adorable. I love when people incorporate their animals into the ceremony. So something just so delicious about it. So yeah. 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 Cause they're our children. So, yeah. um, uh, you can actually see in pictures of us exchanging our vows. Um, he's holding the leashes in his hands at the same time. <laughs> yeah. um, so Havoc, our um, German Shepherd Husky, had a bow tie. He was the ring bearer. And then Rogue, our female Dutch Shepherd, was the flower girl. And she had a little uh, crown, wreath, like 
collar um, <laughs> flowers, which was way too big for her and it kept falling off. But well, that was part of that was part of the the cuteness of it. Um, and and where did they go after the ceremony? Did they stay for the whole thing? So our dog trainer brought them over for family photos during cocktail hour, and then she took them and she boarded them while we were on our honeymoon. So she took care of everything. We didn't have to worry about them the rest of the day. Terrific. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's a, that's um, a detail. That's really beautiful. You know, some people would have to have somebody drive the dogs home and then the next day drive the dog someplace else to be boarded. Which yeah. Is yeah. Good. Yeah. So a lot of, I, I think a lot of dog trainers um, or pet sitters are now providing this as a service is like a wedding package where they'll, they'll bring the dogs, take care of them and then board them overnight. So you don't have to worry about them. So it's, it's great to find that in your city. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, and then we exchanged our vows. So we had written them down. I bought little vow books for us um, as keepsakes um, after as well. And, um, we laughed and we cried, uh, kind of (laughs) typical, typical wedding vows. And, uh, I think the best part, uh, that created a lot of laughter during the ceremony was when our officiant, um, told us we could exchange rings and told Mike to take my left hand. He grabbed my right because I had, (laughs) I had, I had moved my uh, engagement ring to my right hand during the ceremony so I could just slip it on over top of the wedding band. Mm-hmm. So he was all thrown off because he thought the wedding, the engagement ring was on my left hand. <laughs> um, so that was, that was fun. Um, and then as soon as everything was done, we basically, I was a drill sergeant about family photos and getting those done and then bridal party shots so that everyone could get to the bar and start enjoying themselves. So mm-hmm. it was kind of, it was kind of like, um, everybody over to the willow tree, uh, family first. Now the grandmothers leave. Now the siblings leave. Now the parents leave. Like it was just like everybody. And then we slowly whittled it down. Um, yeah. And we actually have pictures. My wedding planner was spectacular. She went straight to the bar and got us both drinks and appetizers. So there's actually pictures of us like chugging a drink in between family shots. <laughs> yeah, that's good though, because you do get hungry. It's already been a long time. And when was the last time you had eaten at that point? Uh, uh, yeah, br- hours. Like, yeah, brunch. Yeah. Um, and we, we actually never ate. So they brought us appetizers and we never actually ate them because you're in pictures the entire time. So that's yeah. the one that's the only downside of doing all your family photos during the cocktail hour in between ceremony and reception is it's basically just a gong show to get it all done. Yeah, it's true. But it is the best time to do it because you don't want to take time out of the reception to do those photos. No. And you also don't um, want to have to start hair and makeup or like super, super early and do it ahead of time. Um, so I guess that's why people love the first look because they can do pictures ahead of time. But if, um, if you don't have a vendor that is willing to like start hair and makeup at 4am in the morning, then you kind of, uh, are at the mercy of, um, that timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Worked yeah. Out mm-hmm. yeah. So it was, it was really good. Um, we gave the role, uh, one of my bridesmaids was Mike's, my husband's sister, and she is, um, a very direct personality as well. So I gave her the role of rounding everybody up and bossing them around. 
but we lost her to the bars. <laughs> so, my, so my wedding planner had to like go and chase down the bridal party when it was time for photos with them. Um, and it did feel a little rushed. So if I could do anything over again, I wish we had a little bit more time for bridal mm-hmm. party shots. Cause yeah. those definitely felt like we were just kind of like trying to like drill them out. Um, well, what so- time was your ceremony over? 4.30. Okay. And then what time did your cocktail hour begin? Uh, cocktail hour was like right away, but oh, uh, dinner was supposed to be served at six. So we only had an hour and a half to get everything done. Yeah. And when I was working on my wedding day timeline and was chatting with my photographer and my DJ and all of that, they said, you know, like you really need to allot like two minutes per photo that you want because people aren't always there and you're chasing them down or they're not paying attention. (laughs) That really is a hard, I think one of the hardest things about the day is navigating the people and where they need to be. Yeah. You know, that's why when it comes to taking pictures, even having something printed out, which tells everybody at two o'clock, you need to be here for this picture, Mm -hmm. 2.15, be there for that picture. It is something that the best you navigate, the best you plan that out, the better it will go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had actually made a list of all the wedding photos that I wanted in the order in terms of like everybody in the shot and then two people like, you know, the grand the grandmothers go and sit down. Um, and I had made it in Trello, which is a digital online uh, organizing platform. And I had sent that to my photographer ahead of time. Um, but her second shooter had actually printed out a different list. Um, right. Yeah. So it's things like that, like doing the follow-up and really making sure if you're organized and you send that to your vendors ahead of time, making sure that they have that on hand or printing it off for them, just uh, not kind of risking it. Yeah. Or giving it to your event planner and having her have that extra copy so that if something is Mm -hmm. something's needed, she has it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we rolled into dinner, um, and, uh, it worked out so well. Um, the first appetizer was served and we, we started with bridesmaid speeches and then best man and then maid of honor and then rolled into the main course. Um, our, our parents gave speeches kind of during the main course and we actually had to sneak away during the main course. So we actually didn't eat at all. Oh my um, goodness. No. Yeah, but that's so common. I mean, it's so common for all the brides that are listening to the show, I'm telling you now, it's going to be so hard for you to eat. So definitely eat good you're not, before, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not going to eat and, uh, ask your uh, venue to pack it up, ask them to pack up your meal. Yeah. Cause I was so disappointed that I didn't get to eat uh, our meal and it was so amazing. Our guests raved about the food. We're like, that's nice. Because <laughs> um, our photographer and videographer, so we didn't get a golden hour, which is uh, disappointing for me. So that's kind of one of the things, like quote unquote problems, um, mm-hmm. because uh, it was super overcast that day. But uh, we were losing sunlight. So they pulled us out earlier than we thought we were going to be pulled out for couple shots. Um, and I was super excited for golden hour and getting those shots, you know, where you're kissing and the sun's behind you. And because we weren't, we weren't getting that, I was kind of not excited to go outside and I was hungry. Um, and you can definitely see it in the the shots. There's very few shots during that time that, uh, Mike and I actually like, like we can tell that we're annoyed and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
So I actually like wish I had said, you know what, like, let's forget about it. I'll hire you another day to do golden hour shots or like we got some great ones at our, our proposal or engagement shoot. So it's just like, you know what, like I would have rather spent time inside with my guests and try to take a whole bunch of pictures because we got great ones earlier during cocktail hour of yeah. the two of us. Um, so I know that they're trying to give you a variety of things, but you can see in our face that we're like, we haven't eaten. We, yeah. we don't, don't want to take another kissing picture. Stop. I have to agree with you <laughs> because, and there's going to be a fine line between now you take these pictures because you want to document the party, but then it gets mm-hmm. to the point where these, these pictures are just taking away from enjoying the party yeah. and you have to be willing at some point to say, that's it. I need to enjoy this moment. These four hours, which most receptions are four hours are going to go by so fast. And if you take a half an hour, you only have three and a half hours left and it doesn't, it just, it's not much. It's yeah. really not that much time. So definitely prioritize the pictures and you can go and put the gown back on again and take more pictures another day. Um, and you'll be surprised. I mean, I'm sure you, I mean, I saw your pictures. They looked amazing. You have plenty of pictures, just the mm-hmm. on your faces, the candid shots when you don't even know that somebody's taking a picture. Sometimes those are the most beautiful pictures anyway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I wish I had kind of made that call and just been like, you know what, I'll hire you another hour, I'll get my hair and makeup done again, I'll put the dress on. Um, and we'll take shots when there's actually perfect lighting. Because um, it, it just felt like it just felt forced. So yeah. you have to but you have to be able like, I, I don't know how many brides um, are going to be able to make that decision in the moment because you're just being rushed everywhere. You're actually being like my wedding planner was like hiking up my dress and pushing me places. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's hard. Yeah. If you don't have a plan in place, that is really tough because mm-hmm. now while you're being rushed around, you're also hoping, "Am I getting everything? Is this everything I want? Am I having fun? Is this good?" Where yeah. if you have a plan in place, you're just checking off boxes. Got that picture? Got that picture? And going through, you're gonna have a totally different experience with a plan as opposed to without a plan. Um, I wanted to back you up for a second. What was your wedding song and parent dances? Hmm. Um, oh, so we came back in and did the dances um, after we cut the cake. So we left the parent dances till later. But um, oh, so our first dance um, was right after the cocktail hour. So we entered, uh, we didn't do any bridal party entrance because none of our bridal party can dance and we didn't want to make them feel awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so our first dance was to um, I Get to Love You by Ruel. Oh, and nice. We had taken dance lessons. We had practiced. It was like a, um, a modified waltz rumba. And my bustle didn't bustle properly, so I was tripping on my dress. And we have an ep- we have an epic picture. I posted it pretty much right away after we got the wedding photos because our photographer captured me knocking Mike almost out with my elbow during a twirl. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was that it was it was pretty hilarious because he twirled me around. I hit him in the face with my elbow. She snapped the picture and. So- <laughs> I posted it on Instagram as round one fight. I didn't see that. I thought I saw oh, you all the pictures. It. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's one of the first ones that I posted and I couldn't stop laughing when we found it. Uh, Cause it was just like my, the other caption option was like dance lessons zero. <laughs> Robin one. Um, um, yeah, but it was really funny. We, we kind of giggled about it. A couple people actually saw it. And so there was, there was some smiling 
Um, we weren't able to do some of like the traveling moves that we had practiced because I actually couldn't go very far with the dress. I was tripping on the dress. Um, yeah. That's so important to get that bustle done that you can, you can dance. Yeah. So what happened with the bustle? It broke or it wasn't um, done it, in time? It just wasn't high. It wasn't high enough. Oh. Um, hmm. Yeah. So we, I had asked her for a certain height, um, but I never tried dancing when I went and picked up the dress. I was I just, just going to say that when you get your dress, you really have to check it out. You have to sit down in it. You actually have to try to I, even I sat, go to the ladies room. You know? Yeah. Oh, so that was the other thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't lift the dress. My, my maid of honor had to unbutton me and I had to strip every single time I had to pee. She's the best maid of honor in the world. <laughs> I, most girls get to just lift their dress and like just hike it up. Nope, I got to get naked every time I had to it's pee. It's true. It's true. People <laughs> do not realize where do you put all that dress? And I'm telling you, you need to, if you're going to do choreography, practice with that dress on. You don't have to, your husband doesn't have to see it. Just be yeah. in your house, twirl around, put the yeah. shoes on, see what it's like and feel what it's like because you've never worn a dress like this, most likely. And now you're in this dress and you don't know how to move, how to sit, how to twirl, how to not trip on it, how to go to the ladies' room. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those things you really do have to try out. So, and uh, it's, it's you know, I'm a, I call myself a very organized bride, and I was very well prepared. But it's these things where it's like you don't want to be like so over prepared that you're like spending too much time. But um, these are definitely tips that would have been helpful because I thought for sure I was going to be able to hike up that dress to pee, but nope. <laughs> yeah, because there's too much of the dress. It's not just yeah. one layer. There's all those layers, and uh, where do you put the layers? You know, so. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So what about your parent dances? What songs did you select for that? Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing I will say is I didn't have a lot of layers, but it's a fitted dress. So mermaid dresses are the ones that are probably the most problematic for lifting. Mm. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So we actually, we didn't do our dances till later. So we, um, after the dessert uh, course, we actually played the shoe game. Um, where your MC asks you a whole bunch of questions and you have to answer um, with either the bride's shoe or the groom's shoe. So you take both of your shoes off and you hold one of each. Um, So that was super cute um, and created lots of giggles for our guests. What kind of questions did you guys have? Questions like who's the most organized, um, who's the grumpiest in the morning, um, I think the, the, I knew this one was coming. So my personal brand is all around being an alpha female. My podcast is the alpha female podcast. And one of the questions was who's more alpha. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I of course answered me and Mike answered him. <laughs> so everybody giggled <laughs> on that one. Um, and yeah, and then we cut the, the cake uh, we definitely smashed the cake in each other's faces. My wedding planner cleaned me up in the bathroom. Um, and then I did father-daughter dance. Um, and it, this one was a tearjerker for my dad. He was, he was super cute. Um, he, wanted to, he wanted to practice ahead of time. And we tried practicing at their house. Uh, we usually go over for like Friday night dinner as they live in the, in the same city as us. And, um, our Dutch shepherd does not like dancing for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and so my dad and I had tried to, uh, 
practice together. Um, but our Dutch shepherd just kept jumping on us. So, you know, I, I think I said like, you know, a dad is going to be fine. Like we'll just wing it. Um, and he was, he was super, he has like the look of concentration on his face and all the pictures, but uh, we, we danced to daddy's little girl by the Shires. Oh, cute. Yeah. Classic. And, and then Mike danced um, with his mom to Tim McGraw, humble and kind. Beautiful. Um, and then this was probably like one of my favorite parts, but we did the bouquet toss um, pretty much right after uh, because we only had our photographer for a certain amount of time and we were trying to get everything in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was my favorite. I, we did, um, I'm going to swear. So earmuffs on if people are listening with their children, but we did move bitch, <laughs> get out the way. Um, <laughs> so I'm all like cheesy and cute. And then I pulled this <laughs> song out of my hat. Um, so that was really fun. Um, and then we did the garter toss, which I wasn't going to do because I have found it to be pretty tacky at other weddings or just like awkward mm-hmm. um like the groom's super uncomfortable and like doesn't want to do it so I, I think you can only do it if your groom is a bit of a showboat and yeah. can dance um because I got a full magic mic <laughs> uh, magic mic moment by Mike <laughs> let's just say to uh, for anybody listening Mike is her husband's name I yeah <laughs> yeah um so, magic Mike. Uh, it was funny because he had specifically like sent a, the DJ uh, a song and I actually don't know what it was supposed to be, but our DJ did not play it and played Pony instead. So oh, of boy. course, yeah. <laughs> um, and Mike was like doing the worm on the ground. Like it was, it was great. <laughs> um, and there's actually, this is, this is also pretty funny. There's a picture of him doing the garter toss behind his back and my dad standing behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we just had dinner with them and I asked him I was like dad why were you trying to catch the garter and it's actually my mom's I was like you've already caught it like you've already thrown it before like it, you weren't eligible <laughs> for the garter top and he he said he didn't know what was happening he heard a commotion and everybody cheering and so he came over to see what was happening <laughs> uh, so those moments are just kind of fun to understand and uh, like ask the questions after you see the pictures. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. And then we, we snuck off to do a pre- like a pretend sparkler exit as if we were leaving for the night before everybody got too, um, too drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then it was basically just dance party the rest of the night. We had epic, epic guests and we had a shuttle bus. Um, so once that shuttle bus left, pretty much everybody was kind of stuck at the venue for the rest of the night. So those that stuck around from 10 PM till close, um, it was pretty epic. There are pictures to, um, blackmail our friends with, uh, (laughs) but, um, it was, it was pretty amazing. (laughs) I think that really is the way to go. I've seen shuttle buses leave right in the middle of the wedding and it makes me a little crazy because mm-hmm. why are you encouraging people to leave early mm-hmm. you know having the uh, the shuttles not come till the end is such a home run because everybody 
knows they're staying, they put themselves in party mode and they don't even think about leaving or when it's time to leave because they're just waiting for a bus. So mm-hmm. that is really going to contribute. So how did the DIY things go? I know you did those stamp things. Tell everybody about that. How did it go as far as finishing them, bringing them and mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think one of my first blog posts after the wedding, I think I did it right after the honeymoon. Um, it's up on the blog as on robinbaldwin.com as wedding decor details. So I actually posted all of the decor. Oh, um, great. So what we did is we actually packed our truck with everything because um, we had the massive love marquee sign plus all the wooden signs that I made. And uh, what I did is I basically did a box for each area of the venue. So I had, I had a box for the welcome table with signs and um, we did instead of a guest book, um, please leave us a message for our first anniversary and suggestions for our seasonal bucket list. So there was a box with like those signs, the table stands, um, uh, the bucket, the gifts and card sign, all of the favors, uh, wedding pictures from our family. Um, and then I had a box for the cake table because it was um, separately and it had all of the cupcake stands, the cake um, display stand. Um, so my mother-in-law baked our cake and cupcakes. Mm. Um, and she actually brought it to the hotel the morning of our wedding planner stopped by, I handed her off the cake and cupcakes and she took it to the venue that morning. So it was very well orchestrated. Mm. Um, yeah. So everything was in boxes and it was in, um, the truck and we left it at the venue the night before when we did the rehearsal. So our wedding planner had to just show up and she had a key to the truck and she just unloaded everything there that day. And what about the day after? Um, so she packed everything up in the truck and the day after my father-in-law went and got the truck and brought it back to our house. Excellent. So yeah, yeah, and this was a carefully orchestrated, this is who's dropping it off. This is who's picking it up. I mean, those are the kinds of plans that when we talk about on this podcast, you know, these are the little things that if you don't know, you don't know, you know, you have Mm -hmm. no idea that, you know, you have to pick things up or drop things off until you're really in that position. And then, you know, creating some kind of plan is going to be everything for you because the day after your wedding, you're not going to want to go back, unload that Mm -hmm. truck by yourself. You're going to want to think about a honeymoon. This is your first day of being married. So uh, I'm glad that you are so organized. I mean, obviously you are, this just (laughs) goes so well. Um, I'm so impressed. So what else do I need to know? And then I want to talk about this honeymoon that was just, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I will say is it also depends on your venue. So our venue have strict rules that everything had to be gone that night because they had a Mm -hmm. wedding the very next day. Right, right. Um, So people were going to be in first thing. So we had to be really organized. And I kind of knew who was going to do what. And I just basically told them the week before because most people aren't as organized as me and didn't want to know months in advance that they were going to be doing these things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I did, uh, and I'm actually launching... Um, a new business around it is I made, I planned my entire wedding in Trello. Um, And so we're recording this October 10th, but on October 15th, I'm launching uh, a new website and an online self-study course on how to plan your wedding with Trello. Um, So I'll send you the link for that. It's called organizebrides.com. Excellent. So um, for people who don't know what Trello is, explain. 
It's a free online planning platform where you can make lists and check things off. Um, so there's there's several different ones that people love um, and use in like corporate scenarios or as online entrepreneurs. Um, and I use it to, you know, like make camping packing lists and stuff like that. So I had kind of looked online to see, oh, maybe I can plan my wedding in here. And I found a few templates and I just edited them and um, what I did is I actually, so I did a wedding planning checklist board. You make boards and then lists. I made a wedding day timeline in the platform. I made, um, a thank you card tracker, my wedding photos list, the, um, uh, a bridal party board, and then the wedding decor and flowers board was what I used to stay really organized with my wedding planner and my florist. Amazing. So, what I did is I um, created lists for each area. So the entrance to the venue, the welcome table, the ceremony decor, the reception decor, the cake table decor. Um, and I actually used images from my Pinterest board and I would pin them to the different areas. So as I was going through each area in my last meeting with my wedding planner and my florist, I could be like, this is what the welcome board is going to look like it's going to be in the truck here. Um, and Amazing. Like, yeah. So it, it allowed me to have really productive last meetings with both of those vendors um, so that they could execute pretty much perfectly for me the day of. Yeah. And they knew exactly what you wanted, the expectations, and they knew exactly how to execute it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a stunning, stunning thing for everybody to hear because everybody could learn so much. Being organized is everything. If you are an unorganized bride, you're going to be very stressed out, very anxious. You're going to wake up in the morning of your wedding with a lot of apprehension. If you're mm -hmm. organized and you're planned out, you're going to wake up that day just ready to go. Such yeah. A and the other thing is in the decor and flowers board, I put my, the phone number of my maid of honor. So the morning of while we were getting ready, my planner had a couple of questions um, just because when she's on site, a couple of things changed in terms of where I wanted them. And so she would text my maid of honor and say, can I put the love marquee board here? And when there was a moment in the day, so like I was probably getting my makeup done at one point my maid of honor said, hey, the wedding planner is asking if she could put the love marquee sign here under the tent instead of where you had asked her to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yep, perfect. So she was going back and forth with my wedding planner instead of me being on Great. Yes. And that's another really key thing I want to highlight here is you don't want to, as the bride, be the point person. You don't want somebody to call you and ask you about the sign and have somebody ask you about the place cards and have you ask. Mm -hmm. It's just, no, because that takes you out of enjoying your day. Always have a point person, your mom, your maid of honor, somebody that will just field that question. And then they can decide, is this really important enough to bother her with? Or can that person just make the executive decision? So, mm -hmm. so important. Yeah. Um, and then the last two things that I'll share in terms of like special moments that really made the day amazing was um, one dancing with my 99 year old grandmother mm. and my, we were really, really lucky. So my photographer had already left for the, the night, but my grandmother's a party animal and she was dancing up a storm mm -hmm. probably at like 10 PM at night. And my uncle and aunt were trying to like drag her out to the first shuttle. <laughs> um, 
and so one of my friends who had come in, he actually had brought his camera. I didn't ask this of him. Um, he's an amateur photographer, but he actually got like a ton of shots of the dance floor that um, I wouldn't have gotten because our professional photographer had left for the day and our DJ uh, as well. Um, I wasn't aware of this when I booked him, but he took shots of the dance floor all night. So we got amazing. These are the blackmail shots that we have of all of our friends getting a little crazy on the dance floor. Um, but we got super lucky because of these two people taking pictures. So I got, um, a picture of Mike and I dancing with my grandmother, um, that I will definitely cherish forever. Mm. And then I managed to surprise Mike right after the ceremony. So the um, recessional song that we walked down the aisle to together after we were announced as husband and wife. Uh, it's called The Lucky Ones by Dave Borens. And he is like an unknown artist in Toronto that Mike had seen play several years ago, um, had the CD, the CD. So we're talking CDs, people. He had, when we got engaged, he had handed me the CD and he's like, I really like the song. The artist wrote it for his brother's wedding. Uh, it's a really cute song about, you know, how we're all the lucky ones to have found each other. Um, so I actually contacted the artist and tried to get him to play it live. Wow. Because <laughs> um, I thought that, that it would be super meaningful to Mike. The artist got married the same month, so he wasn't able to travel. Uh, but he recorded a video message oh. and we played it for Mike right before, like the Mike thought he was like getting ready to walk down the aisle and the officiant is like, hold on a second. We have a special message for the group. Oh, Robin. I love that. Yeah. So we played it for him and, um, it was, and Mike teared up. Um, mm. so I, so I made him cry a little, which, um, which was super cool because he he's a he's a fairly like manly guy like grows a beard all the time, um, but uh, the fact that I could surprise him with something meant the world to me. Yeah, that's a beautiful touch. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And we we had a wedding brunch the very next day for all of our out of town guests because all of basically all of our family is from out of town, so it was really nice too catch up with them over the weekend and then we left uh, we got married on Friday evening and then we left on our honeymoon Sunday night so we and took off honeymoon right my goodness away. you you went everywhere and epic like <laughs> I, I have to I think I'm tripping over myself and finding the words the most epic honeymoon I have ever seen like seriously <laughs> were you gone for three weeks three weeks and it just didn't stop like we did everything whenever Five countries, nine cities. Um, so I planned like a massive trip at the same time as planning the wedding. That's what a lot of people commented on. They're like, how did you plan both? I don't understand. I'm like spreadsheets, people. Spreadsheets. Yeah, but that, that trip was unbelievable because you knew what you wanted to see and you saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started in Poland. We landed in Krakow and then we went to Berlin and then Prague and then Munich and then Zurich and then... Lucerne that's so yeah so we went Prague Czech Republic back to Germany Munich and then Switzerland was Zurich and Lucerne and then we ended in France um and I think the most epic memory from that trip is we stayed in a tree house outside of France and it was like a spa tree house with a hot tub in it in the tree um and then our two favorite cities were 
Krakow, Poland, and Munich, Germany, because they had the most amazing restaurants and the people were so friendly. Um, and we, we were just totally surprised at the vibe of those cities. They were really cool to be in. What made you go to those places? So we chose to do this trip um, before we started family because it was going to be a lot of like getting on and off of trains or on and off of planes. And we wanted to do carry on luggage only and not have to worry about, you know, with a family, like carrying strollers on and off and stuff. Right. Right. So we wanted to do this trip now um, because we plan on starting a family um, as soon as possible. Um, And Mike had several, uh, let me say this war memorial wish list that he has always wanted to see. Mm. Um, so to be honest, we landed in Krakow and our very first day we went to see Auschwitz-Birkenau. So wow. that is not somebody's standard honeymoon, but this was just a European trip that we've always wanted to do um, and bucket list items um, that we were like, why not do it now? Like we have the time off. <laughs> so you're right. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So we did everything from cultural like museums to seeing war memorials and visiting two different concentration camp sites to seeing Vimy Ridge which is uh, a Canadian war memorial we stayed in tree houses we were supposed to go paragliding like we actually jam-packed the trip with so many things and then like cheesy things like seeing Sleeping Beauty's castle and stuff Mm -hmm. how did you plan all that like did you have a, a travel planner or you did that I did it. Oh my goodness, Robin. Seriously. Now Robin, like Robin said a little bit ago, she's doing this, I guess a course on how to plan your wedding. Will you now have a course on how to plan your honeymoon? I mean, seriously. I should add that on. Because that was so epic. Like you have to plan where, where are you, where are you going to go? What are you going to see? And you have to plan that out in some kind of schedule. And you did that. And for people that are going to follow Robin after listening to this podcast, you can go on her website and go and listen to her podcast. You're going to see so much of this information and so many of the pictures from this wedding and this honeymoon, the honeymoon that just went on forever. I was like, when is she coming home? This is unbelievable. And I turn on the internet, like, wow, now they're in this other country. This is unbelievable. It was like, it was like going on the journey with you. And it truly was just, it was epic. It was epic. I have been a part of 2,500 weddings. I have never seen such an epic honeymoon. (laughs) So amazing. I mean, you really did have something going on here, Robin, from your beautiful, proposal at the top of the mountain to, you know, this amazing wedding to this epic honeymoon and now beginning your life and you're going to start having children and all this other stuff. And it's so great. I'm so thrilled that you are part of this show because this is showing brides that like nothing is impossible and everything is possible and all of the things you can do with just a little bit of planning and and a dream, you know, it's like a dollar and a dream, planning and a dream. Mm -hmm. And you can have everything. Um, Also want to make sure that at the end of the show, we give people the link to your how to plan the wedding Trello. Mm -hmm. And also that playlist you were saying, your epic playlist that you made for your wedding too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll I'll send you, it's just, um, it's a playlist in Spotify. So I'll send you that link. And then it's organizedbrides.com is the is the site there's a organizational like blog so there's just blogs on organizing wedding planning and then the online course and then right now I'm featuring Canadian vendors that I absolutely love and I may expand it to North American vendors but at the moment just because I'm up in Canada um, I'm going to showcase some 
some local vendors, especially the ones that helped me put together um, a beautiful wedding. So yeah, so I dreamed up that business while on the honeymoon and then have been building it for the past month and a half. <laughs> and she is the epitome of an alpha female. And Robin's podcast is the alpha me- alpha female podcast. And it really is. Yeah. She is the alpha female. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. And, you know, if you want to reach Robin, you can. Robin, would you mind giving them your email address or some contact information? Yeah, you can uh, reach me at robinbaldwin.com. There's a contact form there that goes straight to my email. Yeah, and it's R-O-B-Y-N for everybody there too. Yeah. Right? Um, So can I leave your guests with like three pieces of advice? I don't know if you do that. Of course, I'd love that. Go right ahead. So I had one of my uh, bridesmaids had just gotten married six months before. And she said, like, it's going to go fast. I'm like, I know everybody keeps saying this. I was like, so you're, so she was also the one that had a brand new baby. And, and so she was also very stressed as a new mom taking care of, um, he was only two months old. And so I, I said, I don't need you to do like any typical, like bridesmaids duties. Your only job is to whisper in my ear, like every hour to like, take a deep breath and look around. Um, yeah. So she would just kind of whisper to me, like, just take a deep breath and look around at everybody here and like, look at the venue, look at the details. Um, so that was a really nice reminder to have. And I was doing that on my own, but it was nice to, to do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then the other thing is I had the wedding day timeline planned out to a T but what I did was I had zero expectations of it actually happening that way. I just gave it to my wedding planner, my day of coordinator, and just said, this is what I would ideally like, make it happen. And then as things changed, I wasn't upset because I knew um, that things would have to be flexible. Um, But I, I felt so calm enjoying the day as it was because we had such an epic timeline. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, and then the last, the last thing is you are not going to be able to talk to everybody or, or hug everybody or have pictures with everybody. Um, so definitely ask your venue to pack up your food, um, and send it home with you so you can eat it the next day. Um, because you're going to want to try to talk to as many people as possible. You're not going to be able to, but try your best. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because your guests want to at least have touched base with you as well at the wedding so that they know, you know, that they were there. Mm-hmm. And even if you simply wave to the whole table of people while you walk by, it's something. You yeah. may not be able to have a conversation with 200 people, but you can wave when you walk by that table and say, hey, yeah. thanks for being here. Yeah. And keep going. It's some kind of acknowledgement to at least everybody that's been there. I do. Agree. Yeah, for sure. Excellent advice. Three pieces of advice. Like she said, you know, take it all in. You're going to have a plan in place, but be flexible if it changes. Um, Don't stress yourself out and talking to everyone and make sure that you go home with some kind of food because you will be hungry. It is Mm -hmm. a very, very busy day and um, you'll be surprised how starving you are when it's all over. So amazing, this epic honeymoon. And like I said, take a listen to the uh, podcast we did before, which tells you of uh, her entire planning process and how calm she was and how joyful she was through the process because she had a plan in place. And it wasn't like just a wondering, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder how it's going to be. She had a plan, <clears throat> excuse me. And she also had a vision 
And that took all the stress and the anxiety away. So definitely check out her podcast, which is the Alpha Female Podcast. She has this new course coming up, her website. And also you can email her if you have any questions. Take a look at her social media and you see all these pictures of the honeymoon and the wedding and the wedding plans, which is so amazing. And Robin, thank you so much for being a part of this uh, podcast. I really do appreciate it so, so much. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome, Robin. Have a great day and stay in touch with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have any questions, you could message me, April Kelly, at makeyourweddingamazing.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, too. Share it and subscribe and leave a review. That would be amazing. Have a great day, everyone. See you next time.